my life isn't just about everything here. And I think that if you just look at, I'm here now and this is all I have and I got to grab as much as I can. Yeah, that could cause some discontentment yeah. and some stress in your life. I think spending time wishing for what you don't have is only going to cause you stress. Don't, don't take credit. Don't ever take credit. Give credit. And you'll be a happier person when you don't have to hog no, it. Feeling inadequate, feeling like you don't measure up, whether it's like your own uh, talents and abilities and it's not what someone else has, that, that's a pretty real feeling. Especially I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Eric Barfell. And I appreciate you being here. He's already helpful to me because he helped me to put the clock on right because I punched the number and I didn't do one yeah. stinking thing. And then we'll be off on our times, Eric, and that would be good. That would I, not be I good. I carry Bill's pen for him. Dude. Oh, no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Hit the timer. <laughs> well, we, you know, we're talking about jealousy today, actually, because a couple of weeks ago we were doing a show together and you had mentioned that social media, stuff like that, people kind of get jealous of other people in this perfect world and this kind of facade or image that everyone else's life's perfect, but my life, uh, people can get jealous. So causes of jealousy, social media being one of them. Oh, being this day and age, abs probably one of the biggest ones because people, that's, that's the highlight reel. No one rarely posts like, depending on the social media, there's different outlets for different things. Instagram specifically, all great stuff sweet locations that they've been to travel experiences they've had new gadgets and gizmos and toys and it, it's sweet people right. are very good looking on instagram like all these filters like they look flawless i'm going to tell you right now right nice and muscular tone like just good looking right facebook people just kind of like air out their complaints and I'm not on it anymore because that's literally all I saw for a long time. So I, I removed myself from that. But that's what I see. Just like it's the highlight reel. The whole right. family's together. They're happy. They're smiling. The dog is smiling. It's like, well, I don't have that in my house this holiday. Right. I don't have this sitting in my driveway. This guy is over here like living it up. It looks sweet. I don't have this kind of stuff. And I think that's where a lot of jealousy, again, I'm, I speak from the perspective of young people. Jealousy is huge. Wanting what other people have, I'm looking at jealousy like that, is huge through social media. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think that people certainly uh, look at people's lives and everything looks perfect and you think your life isn't. You have to realize everyone has problems. I've talked to people that have issues and sometimes when a person has a problem, they think they're the only person in the world that has a problem. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that, yes, a person may have success and maybe they have some things different than you have. You want, you're single, you want to be married, they're married. So they have the whole sure. world. They're single, you know, so they don't, doesn't mean married people don't have problems. They're right. married people have their own set of problems. And then Absolutely. if you don't have kids, you might be jealous of those who do, but parents with kids have their own set of problems. So I think that everyone, you got to realize that everyone's got issues and problems, no matter how shiny they might put that mm -hmm. image out there. And of course we're going to, you know, I'm a photographer, so I'm going to go through a lot of different photos to find the photo I like the best. So I'm only going to put the best up. 
right? I'm yeah. not, I'm not here to bore sure. you. Sure. Uh, <laughs> just, discontentment, I think is a cause of jealousy. I think feeling inadequate is a cause of jealousy. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I wish I was better at something. I wish I was a better athlete or I was a better uh, speaker. It could be, yeah. wish I, you know, I wish I was a yeah, better, it's not whatever. always jealous. Like I wish better I cyclist. had what you have, right. but I wish my situation, my body, my brain was that much better, faster, stronger could do you know what i'm saying yes just I do. A, a severe like discontentment about yourself in your own situation that uh, well since you bring that up when i was in seminary is where i learned this i was taking counseling classes and they were talking about your self-image and mm-hmm. how that is basically based on your performance over your ideals so if you have ideals for yourself that i have to be a division one athlete and you're Mm-hmm. Uh, not even a high school starter. Yeah. Obviously your self image is going to be pretty poor. And there were days where I'm like, well, I wish I was better at this. I wish I was better at that. How come I can't be as good at this? Or, you know, Mark, he does a great job. Our producer uh, at singing and playing a guitar. I can't do that. You know, there might be a day when I would look at that and say, how come I can't do that? Like he can, or, you know, you're mm-hmm. a good fast cyclist. I would never be able to keep up with you. And I could look at that and say, how come I can't keep up with him? You know, he's so much better than I am. But I learned what I learned through the class was God made you for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to accept the ideals you made up for your arbitrary ideals. You made up for yourself. What does God expect of you? And I started to realize, yeah, God expects me to be a speaker and a teacher because that's what yeah. he wired me to be. And I don't have to be, you know, a great athlete. I don't have to be anything else. I just have to be what he made me to be and be content with that. And another one, people put stuff on you too, you know, expectations on oh, yeah. you and you take their ideals. So I, I think that's kind of going along a little bit while we're talking about jealousy of just, yeah, if you have that self-image that I'm jealous, I can't be here. Mm-hmm. Because you've set up this ideal that you have to be like yeah. them. Not no, being able to meet up to a standard you put on yourself, right, parents right, put on kids right. about uh, like an educational, like you have to right. get a certain GPA kind of thing. And right. it's like some people are not gifted academically. That sure as heck was not me. Right. If like success is defined as like your GPA, pff, see you like right. I don't stand a chance. Right. But uh, yeah, no, it, a lot of things people that are put on them. Right. Uh, but nonetheless, you should be doing your best. Right. Regardless. Agreed. Um, and then when you get older, using, like, discover your talents, your gifts, your abilities, and, like, use that for the glory of the Lord as he's the one who, who gave right. it to you. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, feeling inadequate, feeling like you don't measure up, whether it's, like, your own uh, talents and abilities and it's not what someone else has, that, that's a pretty real feeling, especially, like, when I was young is, like, I don't really know what my calling is. I don't know what I'm supposed to, like I went into college not even knowing. Right. I was like, all these people are here like on a mission to like get this degree. I'm just like hanging out, chilling. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Cause I hadn't like received my calling yet right. kind of thing. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Right. And that like, that was kind of a, that was a tough thing. Right. And it got worse once I got my calling. Right. <laughs> I was like, everyone can, everyone's like way better than me. Right. So why am I, why am I here? You know, I just, well, you're doing a great job, and we appreciate you. Oh, I can tell you that. thanks. One thing I would say, too, when it comes to jealousy is just being content with what you have because First Timothy 6.6 6 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And so I look at that and say, you know, I can focus on God and having a relationship with God, seeking God, praying to God. Everyone can have as much of God as anyone else. It's like when it, when it comes to like a house— you're limited by your finances. It comes to the kind of car you have. You're limited by mm-hmm. your finances. There is zero that limits you in your relationship with God. Yeah. Zero. True. You can absolutely have a, a relationship with God. You can have a walk with God as close as an Abraham if you want to. 
It's up to you. And that's one thing I love about God. And so when he says godliness with contentment is great gain, yeah, because I can be content just knowing, hey, you know, I'm where God wants me to be. I, I can pray to him. I, I got him. On my, he's got my back. I'm good. Can't read. You can listen to the Bible on the app. Right. You can still walk with the Lord. You can still talk with God and, right. and through through prayer and, and fasting. And, you know, you can still seek the Lord. Right. And we have treasures in heaven too. You know, this earth isn't all we have. Sometimes we look at this earth and say, well, that's it. But the Bible also talks about heaven. Uh, the Bible talks about rewards in heaven, uh, stock in heaven. And so that as we do the right thing here, you know, when we die, we expect that there's going to be more there. So, I mean, not, my life isn't just about everything here. And I think that if you just look at, I'm here now and this is all I have and I got to grab as much as I can. Yeah. That could cause some discontentment yeah. and some stress in your life. I think spending time wishing for what you don't have is only going to cause you stress. Why, why, why should I worry about what I don't have? Why don't I just appreciate what I do have? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just appreciate it. That, that is tough because sometimes the discontentment we experience is like what you say all the time. Like the grass is always greener on the other right. side. Right. There's always someone who has more or different or better or, and it's not always just like material items either. Some like when I was younger, like I hated that I had glasses. Was I kind of jealous that like I couldn't see as good and I had to wear these doofy glasses and like every, like all the other kids in my class didn't have glasses? Yeah, I hated that. I was I was pretty like insecure about it too, right. actually. But now it's like I don't know, I'm worried about other things. I right? <laughs> People know me as someone who has glasses, so it it's kind of like part of me at this exactly. point. Well, I think that you because you've come to a resolution in your mind about it you're not wrestling with it anymore because you've come resolved to accept how god made you yeah. therefore you're more at peace and this is where people are not going to have contentment and perhaps continuing jealousy when they have not come to that resolution in their mind that mm -hmm. it's okay i'm made i'm made for the reason for me being here is from god and i'm okay with that you know, I used to yep. not like it. I thought I was too skinny. I thought I was too, you know, you, you can go on and on and on and on, especially, you know, you work with teens and I'm sure there are people that feel they're too heavy. They're too thin. Uh, they're not good enough. They don't measure up. I remember my dad's friend telling Bill, you're going to be okay. You're going to fill out someday. You're going to, you're, you're, I was that way too. You know, don't worry about it. But man, it bothered me. It just pestered me. Mm -hmm. And again, just learning to be content and not pining away constantly for what you don't have. Uh, not envying, obviously, would be part of jealousy because it says in uh, Exodus twenty seventeen, do not covet your neighbor's house or their wife or their servants or their possessions, anything that belongs to them. Don't covet it. And I think about the problems that coveting will lead to. Like if you are literally, I just have to have what they have. And you start thinking about this every day. That's just not good. Mm -hmm. right? And that's where it's like, so let's say you do go out and get it, whatever it is. There's still another one, a nicer one. Right. Next year, they're still going to bring out the new one. You know, I, I think about people who, like, really lust after, like, the latest, greatest tech. Six, eight, 12 months later, they're going to have a brand new one. Right. That's totally that much bigger, better, faster. What You know what I'm saying? And it's truly never-ending. Right. That's where it's almost, like, scary in a sense because – it is never ending. They're all, there's always going to be a different one, a better one, whatever right. it might be. And, and some of the, I don't know, you just have to be content in what you do have, what God has given you uh, in internally and externally as well. 
Um, again, like, so some of the stuff we talk about is, are physical things like outside the body. Right. Whereas others is like how we're made. Right. Our own talents. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, your, your ability to remember things. Cannot do. Some people can hear a name one time and remember it. I need at least three times. Other people That's might me. never remember it. Yeah. So right. It's like, forget it. I'm never going to remember your name, wear a name tag every time you see me. But I think of uh, jealousy and how dangerous it was in the Bible where David kills Goliath. A great victory for the entire nation, a great victory for that army. One young man earned it, and that was David. But Saul was the king. And when Saul heard the song that he killed thousands and David 10,000, he was jealous because they were giving David more credit than him. And instead of being happy that it happened, he got jealous because he didn't think enough credit was going to him. Mm. And I think sometimes that's what leads to jealousy. It's, it would be this, Eric, pride. I, th- I think it's just your own human pride sometimes that lends itself to jealousy because of your pride. You're jealous somebody else is getting credit instead of being happy for them. Sure. Instead of saying, you know what? I'm just happy for you because I'm not going to envy you. I'm just happy for you. Yeah. And being able to willing to share credit. And I think it takes time and maturity to be able to do that, you know, with other people to no, share the spotlight. Don't, don't take credit. Don't ever take credit. Give credit. And you'll be a happier person when you don't have to hog it. Saul, unfortunately, in his jealousy, became an extremely unhappy person because he was having a hard time living knowing David was living. Because he wanted yeah, David right, dead because he right. was that jealousy. And so he put himself on something that was totally counter to what God wanted, and it brought him nothing but pain. We just can't be that way. Like, we can't let our envy lead us and our, our own pride and arrogance lead us to that point where I'm so jealous that they have something. I'm so jealous they get more credit. I'm so jealous they're better. Why not just be happy for them? Yeah. And say, no, that's how God made them. And they're better. They're better. That's just how it is. Yeah. And finding contentment is not like, okay, I accept this situation, but like not only, and because I accept this situation and I'm okay with it, I'm less jealous. My situation will improve. Like sometimes your situation is just the pits and you can still be happy for other people or and when you can do something about it, but we're talking about stuff we can't control too. Yeah. And, right. and that's what I'm saying. Like God's not always going to change your situation, right? But you can still be content in that situation because God is still God. Right. Well, you look at Saul too. I mean, in some ways he created the scenario in which David was allowed to thrive because he didn't take on the giant and mm-hmm. because he didn't do something that needed to be done Someone else did it. And that's a situation really we need to avoid it. There's something we should be, okay, I'll take my wife. My wife should be complimented as a woman. If I don't do it and somebody else does, why am I going to be jealous of that? I'm the one that opened Mm, that vacancy. I'm the one that opened that up because I'm not giving compliments, right? Sure. I'm not doing my job. And so if there's a, a vacuum that you've left in your area, something needs to be done, someone jumps in there and starts doing it because you were doing nothing. Why in the world would you be jealous of that? Hmm. Right? Because you should yeah, be, you should right. be, you should be um, well, of course, someone complimenting your wife. Yeah, please be jealous. But if it's an area of ministry or it's an area of service, area in the community, but you weren't doing anything, you're like Saul, you're sitting back there seeing a giant come out sure. and taunt. You see a problem. You're seeing the problem. You don't do anything about it. Well, David went and did something about it. 
So why should I be jealous? I wasn't doing anything. He's the one that went and did something. So mm -hmm. if somebody fills in a vacuum that you left, an empty spot you left in this world, and they went and filled that spot that you should have been doing in the first place, I don't think you should be jealous about that. You should be looking at yourself and saying, why didn't I go face that giant? Why didn't I tackle that problem? Yeah. Why didn't I do something about it? Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, did you ever face like big, big time jealousy in your life ever? And I don't remember. I think that's an excellent question. I mean, discontentment-wise, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I think that when I was younger and in ministry and you'd go to big pastor's conferences and you see what they're doing, you hear these mm -hmm. guys sitting around the tables talking about how big their church is and how big their staff is, and you're like, I'm by myself, and there's 150 people who go there, and these guys have hundreds. And, yeah, I think I think there was times where I wished I could have that. Sure. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same thing for myself. There's definitely been times of, of discontentment. Right. Uh, up until probably this summer, I met a guy who, who shares my hobby of cycling and he bought like that much nicer of a bike than me. He bought like some sweet upgrades, some like nice, like carbon rims and everything. I was like, I want to keep up with him. Right. And I like th that was the first time I had to like check myself right. that I can remember that I was like, I actually really want what this guy has right, right now. You know what I think though, too, there are times where God I think that one of the cures for me was when I was at the pastor's conference in Chicago, I felt God broke me one night of just, you're prideful. Mm -hmm. And that's your issue. Like you're the, the reason you're discontent is because of your own pride, mm. because you could still be happy. And I think that it really, I don't know that Eagleville really flourished until I could get past that point of myself. Mm-hmm. And get to that point where I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm okay where, where God put me. And we've thrived. I mean, the church has thrived. I take no, like, there's no pride for me in it. You know what I mean? It's a team effort, and we're all part of it, and everyone does their their various jobs. I just do my thing, and sure. you guys all do your thing. But you can't let pride get in. I think that pride is a huge destroyer of relationships. I think it's a, a huge kind of ruiner of, of service and opportunities because you get to start thinking you're better than you are or you're too good for your situation, and God's got to break in and humble you of that. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the best thing that can happen to people is get knocked down a, get knocked down a block or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause, definitely. Because that pride is only going to – God says, I'm going to humble. I will humble the prideful. I will exalt the humble. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be the humble that God exalted yeah. than that guy who put himself up there that God had to knock down a few. Right? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Pens. Um, I totally, so I, I hope that helps you though. I mean, say. I hope that, you know, helps it kind of explain it. Cause man, you really made me think about that. And I hadn't thought about that before the show, just this moment, it kind of came to me, but I think loving others too. In first Corinthians 13, four, love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. And I think there are two things here. Cause you and I were talking about this earlier, the not envy is part of love, but not boasting. Okay. You're not supposed to envy, but I'm not supposed to boast. Mm -hmm. Sure. You wouldn't have to envy if I wasn't boasting. Yeah. Right. Right, and I think sometimes people, especially in social media, do it to point it back to them. Right. And that's where, like, things get pretty tricky. That's, like, the boastful part. Uh, whereas we're supposed to use our gifts, use what God has given us to build up the kingdom of God right. for the benefit of the body of Christ. Right. And social media is to puff yourself up. Can be. I don't think it always is. Well, people post about themselves. Well, I'll tell you what. If you post selfies every other day, yeah, I would say that, you know, that mm -hmm. gets to be a problem. Because and selfies all your are, stuff and selfies all the cool are looking at me. But I think, too, 
sharing is part of it too. Like I think sharing your life in social media, letting your family know what you're doing, or for me, like showing stuff out West that no, a lot of people haven't had a chance to see yet. I never knew what it looked like. I wasn't sure what I was going through. Put those albums out there, let people see it, share it. You know, that's the way that I look at it. Share something cool you've seen. Share a sunset. Share if you saw, you know, a coyote out in your backyard. To me, I don't mind sharing that kind of stuff or gardens that are going well or flowers because there's beauty. Man, it's just God's beauties everywhere. Why wouldn't we want to share it, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that kind of stuff, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Or people have like, uh, you know, somebody got married. Yeah. Someone's having a birthday party. Yeah, sure. Put it on. I love seeing that stuff. I think there's not enough positive stuff. I think there's too much negativity, actually, to be honest with you. So I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind seeing positive stuff. Someone went out and like if you did a bike ride and you have a picture of your four buddies and you got done doing a a hundred mile bike ride, I would have no problem with that being on social media because I would think that was cool. I would be again because I'm not jealous. I'd be like, man, that's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you guys did that. And I like to see it. Like, I love people sending me pics. I ask for it all the time. Someone's like, hey, I'm here, I'm there. I'm like, send me a pic. Why? Because I want to see it too. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I want to see it. So sure. if you see something cool, never think like, well, I'm not going to puff myself up. I want to see it because you're seeing something I didn't get the chance to see. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see it. And technology gives us that opportunity. But it can spring jealousy. So you got to evaluate your own heart. Why am I doing this? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, just the motive behind it as well, because are you boasting or is, or is this going to cause someone to be envious? Well, I don't think I can worry about that because when I was anything, in high school, people anything would you post, do can cause somebody to envy. People would post everything they got for Christmas. It was like, are you kidding me right now? I would never let my kids post, but my kids right. were not allowed to post anything they got for Christmas ever. That was a no-no. Like, we never posted pictures of Christmas, but I should be able to allow to post a picture of my family for my own timeline without someone while well, I'm jealousy as a family. I can't help that. Why aren't you happy sure. for me? If you're not happy for me, that's your issue, not my issue. And this is what it's saying. Love doesn't envy. And what I've found, this is the point I've come to in life. I'm not saying that I was always there. This is the point that I've come to in life. It's this, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy for you. Mark, yeah. our producer, something great happens for him. Let's say if somebody gives Mark, a, um, a Mercedes-Benz car that's two years old and just Ooh, gives it to Mark. him. Or a BMW. Dude, I'm jealous. You know, or a Lexus SUV. You know what? Am I going to be jealous? Yes, Mark, I hate you. No, I'm going to be, just kidding, buddy. I'm going to be, I'm happy for you, man. I mean, somebody actually put a nice post about him on uh, for Pastor Appreciation, and they put a nice post about Mark and how much Mark, uh, they appreciate Mark, and uh, I thought they got the wrong pastor's name in there. But <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest with you, I was so happy for Mark because I look at that, I'm like, that's great, man. That is so cool. I'm so glad that guy appreciates him. Like, I've come to the point in my life, I'm not jealous about that kind of stuff. I think it's great. If someone says something mm-hmm. great about you, about him, about the church, about Steve, about Adam, Becky, whoever, I'm just happy for them. You know, if somebody comes and walks over and gives you $10,000, I'm going to be like, that's awesome. After I get over the jealousy, then I'm going to say, <laughs> I, it's awesome. Indeed. No, I'm just kind of kidding around. But if you can't be happy for other people, there's a hard issue you got to be praying and working on. Because mm-hmm. I want to be happy for the success of others. I want to be thrilled if God does something great for them. Not mm-hmm. be jealous. Because why? how does jealousy make my life better? If they didn't have it, doesn't mean I would have it. Sure. They go on a trip, they have something cool happens to them, they get a promotion, they get whatever, they win the lottery. Wasn't going to happen to me, so why yeah. can't I be happy for you? 
And so that's where it is. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. So a great passage. But Sometimes those opportunities just will never come for some people. Right. The opportunity to travel and near and far, whatever. But, you know, the Bible says, my grace is sufficient for you. Right. And young people that is enough. realize this. Eric's not going to do what a guy 30 years older is able to do because the 30 year older guy couldn't do it at the 28 year old guy either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's just how it is. It's true. Like sometimes, you lost me on that sometimes younger people want what older people have now. Oh, like I, I think see, sometimes I like there's a younger person and they're jealous of what the older gotcha. person has, mm-hmm. but they don't realize, yeah, but when they were your age, they weren't, they were right where you are. Right. I think sometimes kids look at their parents and want what their parents have right now. So that's what I'm talking about. Yep. It's like sometimes you can't look, you have to look at apples and oranges and realize, no, somebody has been out there for a long time. Their kids have already grown up. They don't have kids to feed every week. They don't, they're going to have a little more discretionary cash than somebody who's sure. not in that position. So sure. yeah, I think we have to evaluate it based on that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, all, all things are, I guess, in perspective, but here it is. Be content with what you have and don't envy and love others, and, and if you would do that, you know, nix any pride you see, you're going to be a long way towards battling jealousy. Just be happy for other people. We appreciate you tuning in and uh, listening to the show. You all have a great and an awesome week.